Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Physician Estate Podcast. This is your host Dr. Harsha Mule, owner and operator of Physician Estate Platform. I am podcasting to you today from Kansas City, Missouri. Physician Estate is a physician-owned operated real estate platform directed towards doctors in USA. We provide free real estate resources and investment opportunities to physicians. We facilitate physicians make wealth and keep wealth. You are currently listening to episode 9 of Physician Estate Podcast. In this podcast, you will learn about the differences between an excellent real estate syndication versus an average real estate syndication for physicians. As an investor looking for a real estate syndication opportunity, you will come across more than a few options that are worth considering. The onus is completely upon you to assess every deal thoroughly and make a decision on selecting a deal that fits your long-term wealth creation aspirations and also fits into the appetite for risk tolerance. When I am comparing and assessing several properties, I usually go through a list of items that I commonly find in properties that perform better compared to the other. Mentioned below are the characteristics of a syndication project that is projected to give you better returns. As a one-liner, niche boutique commercial properties in a medium-sized segment located in a gentrifying neighborhood that have a value-add component run by an experienced operator are considered excellent projects. What does that mean? That was a loaded statement. Let's try to unpack that statement. That statement is composed of six features. Let's go over one after the other. Point number one, gentrifying location. Properties in areas that are gentrifying are properties that are located in a desirable area but have not yet reached its peak potential. These are the up and coming neighborhoods. These properties usually need renovation. Oftentimes, properties in gentrifying areas are currently experiencing an influx of population. Location of the city must have an overall influx of population with growing employer base. Point number two, panoramic knowledge of the sponsor. Your sponsor must have extensive knowledge of the local factors such as employer base, rents, crime, neighborhood vibe, population traffic flows, and comparable market or comps. The sponsor's team must have decades of cumulative experience in the neighborhood that they are investing in along with a wide range of local real estate business related relationships. They should know what works and what does not work in that area. Number 3. Optimal Property Size Look for commercial properties that are usually between 1 million and 8 million dollars. There is less competition in this size segment. Hence, properties are available at a much better price. These types of properties are too big for an individual retail investor, hence they cannot afford it. Also, these are too small for big investment firms since they usually do not deal with properties that are less than 8 to $10 million. These big firms usually have a typical high-level formula that helps them assess a property. They usually do not like to spend their resources to learn about local neighborhoods and local factors that influence a niche investment in a gentrifying area, all for a medium-sized investment. It is just not worth their time and money. Hence, they don't really care about these medium-sized opportunities. Now, that's a niche opportunity for you, and you must be prepared to take advantage of this sweet spot. Number 4. Value-Add Opportunities Buy properties that need some work to reach their full income generating potential. They should either need to be renovated or need an addition of a few more rooms to the property, etc. The rationale here is that ready-to-rent properties usually do not give you high returns in this current market situation. 
adding value to the property builds in sweat equity. This allows the property to get refinanced at a higher value. Hence, the ability to liquidate the profits and use that money to pay out the investors sooner or buy another property. This strategy allows the sponsors to return most of the investors' initial capital back to them within 2-3 to three years. Number 5. Risk Mitigation Value-add properties are usually riskier investments as they require construction teams' involvement for renovation compared to stabilized, ready-to-rent properties. Your sponsor must work diligently on mitigating risks by partnering up with teams that have high-level construction knowledge, intricate property management experience, neighborhood awareness, intricate networking skills, and social presence in the community. Point number six, investors' returns. Due to the above-mentioned strategies, select few properties are able to generate significantly more profits compared to a syndication that is buying a stabilized property or turnkey properties that have reached peak income-generating potential. Financial structure for the investor can be uniquely structured compared to your traditional syndication projects. Being a physician, one of the main reasons I founded this platform was to improve financial awareness among physicians. That would in turn help physicians accumulate assets and generate wealth. Personally, I structure my deals to align the above-mentioned values. We optimize our structure to pay out the investors their original investment as soon as possible, usually 2-3 to three years, in addition to having the investors keep their equity in the property throughout the life of the project. We work hard to meet the estimated projections and reward the investors' trust in the project. Since the investors are projected to get their initial investment returned in 2-3 to three years, the investors can use this capital to reinvest in another project that can increase passive income. Hence, not only will the investors receive profits from the deal, but they would also receive their initial investment returned sooner, allowing them to divert this capital to other projects, rinse and repeat. Every property is different. Every project is structured differently based on the inherent factors. Hence, I am unable to quote any specific numbers here. Eventually, when we work together on a particular project, all the specific details will be shared with a private placement memorandum or PPM or offering before you make a decision on investing. Overall, overall goal is to educate and improve real estate investment awareness among physicians to provide physicians with stable yet lucrative syndication investment opportunities in a trusted and transparent environment in an easy-to-understand simple verbiage without any fine print business jargon that puts the sponsor at an unfair advantage. The better choices you make today, the more wealth you make tomorrow. That will bring us to the end of this topic. Thank you for listening to another episode of Physician Estate Podcast. In the next episode, you will learn about why real estate syndication investments are ideal for physicians. To receive more information on real estate resources for physicians or to get updates on real estate investment opportunities with Physician Estate, please subscribe to our newsletter at physicianestate.com. Do not forget to take advantage of our two new ebooks, ABCs of Real Estate Syndication and How to Avoid Medical Malpractice Lawsuits. Signing off for now, this is your host Dr. Harsha Mule. Until next time, make wealth and keep wealth. Disclaimer, I am not a legal advisor or investment advisor. The content in this podcast is not investment advice. This is my personal blog and all the content found here is for informational, entertainment or educational purposes only. It should not be construed as personal investment advice.